Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Welcome to the sanctuary where good things happen. Is that what he said? Yeah, I think he said where you get your rocks off. Yeah, it was something strange like that. I want to go. I wish I wrote that, wrote down what he said because, like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Listeners at home, fill it in for yourself. Uh, I'm going to say, welcome to, you'll be going to the sanctuary where, and now you, you say what you remember, okay? If you remember it. If not, pause the podcast right now. Go listen. Go watch him explaining the reward. Whatever he said, we know it was strange. We know it was offside, honestly. Uh, he shouldn't have said it. <laughs> but set them up again so they can fill in the blank and yell it wherever they are. Okay. Like whether they're on the bus, whether yeah. they're just in uh, Times Square, New York City. Listeners, if you win this reward, you'll be going to the sanctuary where... I think that's long enough. <laughs> Maybe too long. That was really funny what they said, though. Yeah. If they said it accurately, if they didn't say it right, then get off the bus. <laughs> You're canceled off the bus. Anyway, thanks you for listening, and that's the episode for today. Remember to rate and subscribe. <laughs> um, uh, no, we're back, though. We're, the two of us, we're back together. I can touch you. Yes. Doesn't that feel good? Please don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, it's been uh, a few weeks. We've been... In in uh, we didn't, you weren't even on the show last week. No, I wasn't on the show last week. I was on the show the week before, but then I wasn't on the show for two weeks before that. Yeah, yeah. And then you weren't on the show one week. But we in between that and then the last one, the one after that, we were here. Yes, yes. Uh, but not in person. We were because of the the chair incident. Oh well, that was yeah, that was that felt like years ago. I know, I know. Point. But that's the last time I was here. Well, that's the whole rumor too. It can, it continues to spread that yep. the chair incident drove us apart. I know. I can see it. I see it on the on the chat rooms. Yeah, on our uh, Reddit. Our, our, yeah, we, why not? Somebody make an R merge boot. Yeah, it's well, they do have one, but it's R merge boot fails, and it's just when we argue with yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's most of the fucking podcast. <laughs> Uh, and to the new listeners, now you know there's lots of lore. <laughs> yeah, there's a deep history there's to this There's a deep podcast. history, and you got a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a good episode to start, I guess, because I hope you watched the episode. But yeah, it was a good episode. Um, kind of clear what happened in the end um, is that uh, Jamie and Lauren... Must have caught up with Carson and Jam Jam and been like, we can't do this. We got to get Franny. Franny's a bigger threat than Heidi. Maybe maybe um, uh, Jamie and Lauren were never really going to do it. But Yeah, they might not have been. They might have been playing the whole time. I, we're honestly, we're getting a quiet Lauren edit, but we're getting a pretty perfect Lauren edit as far as like not really making mistakes, getting an emotional moment this week. Mm-hmm. Not getting any votes against. We could have a perfect game for Lauren. Uh, Cody, I think that Lauren is going to be a no-vote finalist. That is my <laughs> prediction right now. Wow. I think she's getting the Romeo edit. Yeah, do you think... Um, well, I think she's getting even a little more than Romeo. 
like in content. Yeah, maybe. She's kind of like Romeo had a lot of just like this. This guy's kind of failing, but mm. she's not getting that as much. But she could still be a no vote. Do you think so? You're predicting Lauren makes it to the end. Are you thinking that someone takes Lauren and Jamie? Maybe, maybe that's who Carolyn beats oh. at the end. Okay, interesting. Okay, well, let's get to the start of this episode. It's um, mm-hmm. Franny was left out of the vote last week. We didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Franny thought it was going to be Jamie. Yeah, thought it was going to be Jamie and not Kane. They thought that Franny and Kane were close. I guess. Franny and Kane. They guess they were. There was a nerd match between him and Carson and Matt and Franny, but we never really thought, hey, maybe Franny and Kane could also have a, a nerd nerd friendship. Yeah, interesting. But I, I mean, um, yeah, it, it, we kind of got the writing on the wall that Franny's on the out. She needs to find her way back in. She's been winning challenges. It would have been pretty impressive if they pulled off that Heidi thing. I was rooting for it because I, I, I was, I like Franny, and I would have, and and the fact that the it makes the episode a little less exciting for me. Like uh, I'll be less inclined to be excited to rewatch it. Like I would be excited to rewatch the the idol play from a couple weeks ago. I mean, Franny, I thought. The based how she was working, I thought she did everything right despite winning that challenge. But I mean, it didn't really matter if she won that challenge or not. The reward because they had already been talking about her. They've been talking about how she's been winning. So the reward, who she picked for that, picking the mothers, mm. but also the group of women that are kind of like they don't really have strong alliances, but they're with people. I mean, that was a good opportunity for all of them to really get together there. Yeah. And it was a good swing. If, <sighs> Franny, Franny needs to learn how to for her next go around. She needs to learn how to throw a challenge. <laughs> you think? I think she seemed very excited to have tacos. She was celebrating margaritas, tacos, and panadas, all this stuff. Hey, so would I. I love all those things, but it wasn't the right time for her to win individual uh, challenge because. Carson even said, I wasn't thinking about Franny until this afternoon. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Jewel. And, I mean, she basically got Matt Blankenship voted out by not throwing (laughs) that one challenge a couple weeks ago. That was definitely one that she should have (laughs) threw. Yeah, so she needs to learn. That's that's her big flaw is that she likes winning those challenges, which is it's it's neat. Well, I guess she didn't... The big thing is, though, too, that she didn't expect to be winning like this. I, I Who did yeah. expect her to be winning? It's, uh, me in the pre-merge? Uh, sorry, not pre-merge. Well, even pre-merge, but pre-show, pre-season, I was not seeing her as a challenge threat. Comp beast Franny. And, but now, the way that this whole thing shook up tonight and the way that Carolyn really tried to pull some strings to get go to bat for her... Mm-hmm. I think that Carolyn locked in a winning a winner's vote from Franny and Matt in this episode. That's cool. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's if we're, if we're if we're clocking that how 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 Carolyn wins. That's a good thought. She's she's making good relationships mm-hmm. with N- people out the door, not pissing anybody off. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and people certainly pissed her off this week. I it's so and it was so. I mean, we're 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 skipping ahead, but it's so crazy. Like that, Franny and Carolyn had no idea that a Franny vote was even coming together until Heidi came over to tell, um, Carson and Carolyn about a Franny vote. Carolyn had no idea. Carson obviously did. Fran, like Heidi stayed in the the not where what who are we voting for and voted for Danny. She's a lone vote for Danny. <laughs> yeah. So Heidi's totally out of it, which is maybe an argument for keeping Heidi because of how out of it she is. Um but, but I, and it also has to be for everyone's instincts were off tonight. Like uh for every for the whole Jamie situation, which we have to dive into this Jamie yeah, situation in great funny. detail. But everybody's instincts, like being like, "Oh, Jamie's this mastermind." Oh, Heidi's this mastermind. When Heidi's just trying to help and really into what Franny and Carolyn were putting down yeah. earlier, and then they're yeah. like, "Ah, fucker." Yeah, uh-huh. and yeah, they 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 misread Heidi coming over and being like, "He says he doesn't need me," and it's like, no, they thought that meant. I thought that was the perfect moment where Heidi would, was then thinking, oh, if he doesn't need me, I don't need him. Mm-hmm. I can go over to them. And they didn't read it that way for some reason. They didn't read it reason. that way, no. Um, okay, so let's go backwards. Let's go backwards. A yeah. lot, lot hinged on that, that Danny saying to Heidi, we, we, I don't need you at a number. You can vote for whoever you want. So weird to say that, but... Yeah, because what did the votes end up being on Franny? There were four? So it was... It was five. It was two, three, five. Yeah. Two, three, five. Yeah. So I guess even if they had Heidi... But if they had Heidi, too, then they might have been able to swing some more if they were, like, with Heidi. And then everybody... If Carson and Jam Jam knew for sure that nobody's going to be upset if Danny goes then. You wouldn't upset anybody if Danny went. There is, uh, I think, enough brewing that Carson and Jam Jam do have their pick. There's enough brewing that they can be like, whoever doesn't go home this week will is guaranteed to go home next week, you know? Like yeah. The threats on the board. I mean, there's obviously, I think Danny needs to be like, keeping Franny around because he's the next threat on the chopping block. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was smart of them to keep Danny last week um, because he's a threat. But now, now with Danny being like, okay, Franny, Franny anoints herself as this big threat. Danny needs to be like, okay, we need to keep her around. I think maybe, yeah. maybe that's the thought with Jamie, but I don't think this like Jamie threat level thing is going to last much longer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it might even last next week. I don't know. But let's go into this whole Jamie situation, I think, because it's it, it's opening up a big Pandora's box in my head around numbers because the the alliance alliances are have been clearly they're just clear this season because they they kept tribal lines So so um, mm-hmm. rigid. Um, uh, but they're looser. In this episode, we saw that they're a lot more loose now. Obviously, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And and here's what happened. Um, not majority, but the fucking Tikas have the the numbers now. They're three. Yeah. 
They're three, and, and then, then we got two and two, two, two and two, Ratu and Soka. So I mean, yeah. may, I mean, hmm, it's like if they realize who's in the middle, it's like okay, now those two, the the two teams of two, can now team up and vote for somebody of the three. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, there's a lot of implications. But you wanted to talk about the Jamie thing. Let's let's go yeah, back to that. Let's let's talk about the Jamie thing. Then we can get into that because that feels like a next week kind of thing too. Much ado about a fake idol. Yes. So this whole episode kind of revolves almost around this Jamie thing. Mm-hmm. And it's all about a fake idol mm-hmm. that Jamie's honest about this fake idol, this idol that's always been fake that she doesn't know that actually got out of the game mm-hmm. with Kane. Yeah. Uh, over a knowledge is power that did not exist. That did not exist. <laughs> And this everyone, is Dummy Island. Yeah, this is insane. Yeah. This is my favorite thing that it's so much... I think it's this season has been riding on speculation more than ever. Mm. Like, And the speculation keeps on getting deeper and deeper, and people just believe everything they speculate on, and then that um, speculation tree grows a new branch that they just follow through with. Yeah. I mean that's what happens when you when you watch the last couple seasons of just like all these advantages, all this stuff you don't know about. I mean are there fire tokens we don't know about? Is there edge of <laughs> extinction we don't know about? <laughs> like that would be great if someone just had the conspiracy on the island that fire tokens have been given out. Secret like, fire I swear tokens. she didn't have that backpack. She must have bought that backpack she with bought, fire tokens. She's eating peanut butter. She smelled like peanut butter. She came back. <laughs> she got fire tokens. Yeah. Jars. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... You're right. It's a, it's just much ado about nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> so much of this stuff is a lot of speculation. And uh, Jamie, I don't, I don't know what the play is. I mean, my thought would be to pretend to still have the idol. Um, yeah. And then, and then try and, like, spin, like, Spin something out of like split votes, basically. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I they still think she has an idol anyway, but now they just think she's a liar. <laughs> yeah. So they think that she's a master manipulator yeah. swerving through everybody. I mean, it is a complicated story, and they don't have precedent for it because they didn't watch forty three and didn't see the all the not Janice. Jan, what was that girl's name? Uh, forty three. She uh, gave it. She gave her at Janice. No. Yeah, yeah. No, not she Janice. gave her idol to Dwight. Janine. 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 Yeah. Um. Uh, she gave her idol to Dwight, and then he gave it to Jesse. Yeah. And there, and there's like, there's a smart man in the mix. That in the midst there, like Jesse's. Jesse's the one being like, yeah, okay, give it to me. There's actually a knowledge of power that they knew about, but yeah. Yeah. This one. Uh, yeah. This one's so interesting. I don't think we've seen. This kind of hive mind paranoia spring off like this in Survivor ever before, where it's like the if this is true, then this is true, then this is true, mm-hmm. like kind of thing, and it just keeps on like all of this uh false assumption is immediately being decided as true amongst the group, and then it's just continuously springing off. And I'm interested to see if it springs off any further. Like, yeah, yeah so, what happened? This, I mean, the fake idols have been, uh, like, 
we've gone none of them have been thrown into the fire. There's been, you know, and we won't four fake idols. I mean, nothing happened to Brandon's fake idols, but technically four, but three were in play. Three of them got voted out and like not used at all. Yeah, but I mean, at least luckily for us, we got this episode that made the fake idols all worthwhile mm-hmm. and actually put a wrench in the game. We don't get to see anyone with egg on their face, but I am excited. But I think it's been consequential. Like the sorry, finish your sen- sentence. But I think like the fake idols have have made for a lot of weird gameplay. It it has, yeah, and um, the, like Matt Blankenship's fake idol. Yeah, and like, him finding out about having one. They, they voted him out because they thought he had an, an idol and then didn't split the vote the next week because they thought that he went out with the, the Soka idol. So, yeah. that, so that why that's why Brandon was idled out by Danny. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess it has. Um, it's done a lot of damage within the game, even though I'm sure the in- whole intention was to embarrass somebody. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I think... <laughs> It's 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 this thing where the producers are like, and we'll put a fake idol in because that's fun. That'll be fun to edit around and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you got some stuff out of it for sure. But in the end, it's like, yeah, I mean, what's the TV moment you're looking for? Like uh, someone being humiliating and having humiliated and having their idol thrown in the fire. I mean, they definitely succeeded the way uh, with uh, humiliating Jamie throughout this season. I think uh, humiliating her. To us, yeah, to <laughs> not the viewers. Uh, not not to the jury. I know, but it, that's almost worse. That yeah, you're humiliated to everybody viewing the show. So the reveal at the end of this, I'm going to be interested in of Jeff saying, you know, that idol was never real. I think I think uh, Kane said in an exit interview that they found out from Matthew Mail after the like they all met up with them at the airport or whatever Matthew. Oh, them know about it. Oh, so they don't even find out on the finale. Maybe in the finale. I don't know. Hmm, maybe Matthew Mail comes to. They have oh. a proper reunion. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. Well, they'll probably have like just a the same kind of reunion, but he'll be there, right? Not Matthew Mail. No, they bring everybody, don't no, they? Or no. it's just the jury? It's just the jury. Well, hopefully Jeff reveals it to them. Yeah, that'd be fun to see. Um. Yeah, Matthew Mail, really chaos he, agent. Yeah, he he really uh, did some lasting damage to. I mean, and not players. not only did he give her a fake idol, but he's the one that told Carson about it. Yeah, and then Carson says that Kane's the one that told everyone about it. Yeah, and that helped with uh, Carson with a potential getting a vote from Jamie. Like he, yeah, he uh, getting a vote from her or just like seeding trust back. Yeah, he lotioned that burn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we do want to bring up that uh, 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 Jamie has a confessional where she's yelling about her, her, I had an idol, I had an idol, and it's gone now. And uh, underneath the whole time on, on over her name, it says fake idol, fake idol, fake idol. And then she says, and it's gone now. And then the fake idol disappears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, was Lauren saying that she doesn't have her second vote anymore? They used it last week. They used it. Yeah. To get out. They well, they didn't get out anyone. They used yeah. it. Me and me and Chris were f- confused by the way they were trying to use their extra vote last week. It, it ended up being so inconsequential that the editors did not give them the explanation. But extra votes are, are difficult to use. 
properly, especially when you're splitting a vote and then someone's blindsiding you on the other side. Yeah. And then so the, the editors end up being like, we're not going to, who gives a shit? Uh, I don't, I don't find much, like, yeah. I, I I wouldn't be excited to get an, I wouldn't risk my vote for an extra vote, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess early on, Maybe. if you can survive that first vote. The extra vote that, the steal a vote is useful if there's a swap or there's, like, even numbers at the merge or something. Yeah, the extra vote could also work for the merge, too. Yeah. I think she kind of missed her chance to use it. Like well, they were they were they were playing checkers when everyone else was playing chess, so yeah. they just didn't realize. I don't. I Chris had some strong words about Lauren last week in the first like two minutes of the podcast. I don't know if you remember that. He said that she was an atrocious player. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know that she's atrocious, but I don't think she's very good. Well, she she um. I mean, I did voice to you on the couch that I think that she has the. Uh, she's getting a winner's edit. The, the chance, yeah, she's getting a winner's edit. I think that uh, I'm not as down on Lauren, but I'm not high on her either. Right. But I do think that she hasn't necessarily been made too much of a fool of. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that she's playing atrociously, or excellently either. But okay, so. Going back to the fake idol thing, I think the editors, the, the producers are like, oh, this will be fun to edit all these fake idols and stuff. But I think the game has um, gone in such a way that it's not exactly what they had in mind. You know what I mean? Right. Much similar to the knowledge is power. They never got that knowledge is power working the way it's supposed to work because both times it was used they switched it Mm -hmm. and then there has been good tv two seasons in a row four seasons in a row from knowledge is power but it's never been used properly yeah and mostly because knowledge is power (laughs) i'm pretty happy that it's not here to be honest no, no, it's a, it's a it's a silly advantage, and it would be it would feel unfair if it was used on someone properly. But the fact that the the players have found the the glitch and are able to figure it out mm-hmm. makes for fun TV. And Sarah's advantage that was a nothing thing too. That one seemed overpowered. Inheritance? Yeah. Yeah. That one was overpowered but didn't get... The thing about that one that um, was clarified online by people who, like, are in the know about stuff, they need to play the Inheritance and Vital before they know if any of those advantages are going to be played. So that's the challenging part. Oh, okay. And because it was so... It never ended up being consequential. Mm -hmm. I don't think they ever gave a shit. They didn't really show us. I mean, you could still, if if you're like in the know and you're um, thinking, oh, my person's going to use the idol and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like if, like a couple of weeks ago, Hi- if Heidi had the inheritance advantage and she knew that Danny was going to play it, he could, she could just do it. Yeah, there's definitely situations where you you're going to know that something's going to get played. And remember, Sarah thought she had an idol. She had a fake idol, but she thought she had an idol. Yeah. So that means she. Um, what she could have done was play her idol. If, she, if if that idol was real, she could have played that idol and then said, I want to use the inheritance advantage and just use the idol and get the idol that she just used. Yeah. Get the fake idol back before it gets thrown in the fire. Yeah. 
No, we use no. inheritance, yeah. Jeff. He's like, okay, here are the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's go back to some more moments. 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 I wonder, was there much moment? Oh, well, I guess we got we got some content from Jam Jam. I'm just trying to remember before the reward challenge what we saw. It yeah. was it was a lot of the, a lot of Franny and Jamie I think yeah uh, Jam Jam um, had a thing where he was talking a little bit about how uh, Franny is um, dangerous but now he thinks that Jamie might be more dangerous because she everyone <laughs> thinks that she's a terrible liar yeah well okay so we get to this challenge which they spin around it seemed like they were having fun. In the challenge? In the challenge. I think they all kind of wanted to have some tacos and stuff, and it's like, okay, this is a, a, an inconsequential re- reward, so yeah. they're all having fun with the reward. But then they get to the end, Franny wins. And I remember I said if Franny wins this this reward challenge, yeah. she gets she's getting voted out. Um, but you, almost, you changed your tune? I did. Ago. I mean, I, yeah, but you I was, still remember I said that. So I was right about that. Yeah. Um, Were uh, you, uh, did you love how Danny was just uh, doing dive rolls and everything under the map? At that challenge, he got spun dizzy, but he didn't. Oh yeah, he he because he's a firefighter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he that's a typical firefighting challenge. That's how you train in firefighting. So they really, starve, they, they spin you around. They starve you, get you dizzy. Yeah, they starve you. They don't give you water for a while. Yeah, yeah. they make you only eat papaya, and then they have you do some uh, dive rolls on nets. Um, I hate being dizzy. Yeah, it's not. I used to do it a lot as a kid, and I think that's probably why. Like, <laughs> why did you do it as a lot as a kid? Like, did people force I don't know. you to be dizzy? Or? No, I, I think I liked the much. I, I don't know. Maybe it is a signifier of like maybe that's why I got into drugs and alcohol because I liked being out of the state of uh, no- normalcy of, <laughs> and then being dizzy is like. Uh, um, You're saying that before you could do drugs and alcohol, being dizzy was being, the next best Being thing. dizzy was my drug, yeah. Yeah, it was sniffing glue and being yeah, dizzy. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was. I loved sniffing those big Sharpies. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. That, that's a really funny thing to think about as a kid that's addicted to getting dizzy. I was. I was addicted to getting dizzy. I also used to play the choking game with my friends. Choking game? Where you would make each other pass out by choking. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, kids died from that game. And when I found out that, we stopped playing the game. Kid, I haven't even heard of this game. I didn't know kids were playing this. Yeah. What did, you, did you have your uh, pants around your ankles in Bangkok? I don't know what you're referencing. Is uh, that the Hangover? No. Um, hangover 2? David Carradine. Oh, no. It wasn't sexual. It sounds sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's the same idea, though. It's just without the uh, final bit. Breath play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so... And now I hate being dizzy. And getting choked? I I also don't love drugs and alcohol anymore. You're a new man. Because I did too much of it. (laughs) Your uh, your dad caught you and then made you uh, chug a full case and yeah, my dad choked me out. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Shouldn't say that on Mike. And my dad's Homer Simpson. I'm Bart. Yeah, 
No, is that d- what Bart and Homer were doing? Was the yeah, choke it was play? breath play. They were they were doing the choking game. What? So I need to ask you more about this choking game. I, I mean, I don't remember it too too much. I just remember how being old? Like, like grade seven. Grade seven. Yeah, probably. You go out there and what? You go to the football field. We didn't have a football field, but we had like a big old uh, field behind. We'd go behind the hills and try and make each other pass out. Just like, <laughs> how many of you? There's a, a a good number of us, and then I think it was like we found out about it through like moms being worried about it, you know, like a self fulfilling prophecy type deal. Like, did you have you heard about this horrible choking game they're doing? And then we're like, ooh, a choking game. That sounds cool. And then one of our moms was like, "There's a kid who died playing the choking game. You never play that." And then he was like, "We don't want to kill each other, so we stopped playing." Whoa. I mean, yeah. Did you make people pass out? Yeah. Did you well, pass out? Because mm-hmm. you can get, like, it's also, like, brain damage, too. Yeah, like, sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember one time we would, like, uh, uh, a thing became, like, we'd be in each other, like, like suffocating each other with pillows in the basement. And then <laughs> punching someone in the back of the head would make a and it just hurts so much <laughs> what the hell you're doing donkey punches to each other this is all sexual yeah i know but like it was like okay you 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 lose your breath to a certain point and then a knock to the head would make you pass out oh my god <laughs> what the hell yeah yeah i didn't do this in school uh this is insane i wonder me. i wonder if the choking game actually did exist before moms started being like Telling their kids, stop, don't play the joking game. Well, yeah. See, now, if your uh, kids at home start going on a merry-go-round, you know that that's a gateway drug to the choking game and then marijuana. <laughs> yeah, and then having a Survivor podcast. And then having a Survivor podcast. Yeah, that's a gateway. For the show. Should we pause? If there's, it seems to be a bunch of people coming into the house. Well, we'll take a uh, quick break, and we'll oh, yeah, be we're right about back. Thirty minutes in, so yeah. And we're back. Turns out the talking outside ended up being burglars that kicked the shit out of us and stole all of our clothes. Yeah, and they they jacked me off. <laughs> yeah, they choked them out, punched them in the back of the head, and jacked them yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened when I passed out. My friends jacked me off. <laughs> And it's probably before I even learned what jacking off was. Um, I, re- I remember um, to to finish off with that thing. Too. Oh, right. That's what we. I was trying to remember what we were talking about. We were talking about the choking game. Yeah. I remember because you were saying like parents might have created it. I, re- I do remember that my parents brought to me like something like that. They were like sat me down and asked me if I was like playing it not to. Um, there was they heard from like their friends at work or something that people were playing uh, the rainbow game or whatever that oh the the blowjob yeah with stuff? different lipstick and you mm-hmm. tried to get every color or something like yeah, that yeah yeah um they thought I was a lot cooler than I was <laughs> I, that's the I remember that game and I, I don't think you it actually existed too. I don't think it existed <laughs> oh. I think it there things like this happen. Like, remember Momo, the Momo game from a couple of years ago? Oh, that's the, like, demon thing? Yeah. Yeah, It yeah, didn't yeah. actually exist. Right. 
What, what was that? That Well, it was just like a Bloody Mary thing, was it? No, well, it was like as if there was some Momo game on the internet where some like mysterious like uh, Reddit thread where, where kids were being told to do violent things. Oh. And it was just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, okay. I just re- I know the image. Like it was like... Yeah, a, yeah, the, the weird bird woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know too much more. But I saw that picture and I was like, I'm not clicking on this. I Well, I listened to a podcast that... Um, delved into how the myth of Momo was created. And it was sort of like this weird thing that happened in like a, the, the depth of a weird, like kids YouTube, because kids YouTube is deeply strange and they can go on like bizarre rabbit holes of like watching people play video games. And then halfway through like some weird shit happens. Right. Right. And like, so something weird happened there. And then like this Momo thing just like, like the the tumbleweed just started more and more stories started happening and then like more and more internet people were being like have you heard of this have you heard of this and then it just like pta meetings started blowing up being like we need to protect our kids against momo interesting bobo i mean that's uh that's wild to me though that it your uh your parents started kids choking each other out um yours personally yeah i don't know if it was my mom that said that i can't remember yeah, I don't think it wasn't a big part of my life. That's why I I, I think uh, spinning around in a circle and and huffing um, permanent markers that was more a bigger part of my life. <laughs> so all of this was to say this whole uh, fifteen minutes of discussion was all to say that Joel would be really good at that spinning reward. Challenge. No, I wouldn't. I'd feel like I was high again. I'd, I'd try and uh, <laughs> choke out Danny and punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I hate being dizzy, and then they get to they do a couple of things that. We but you like tacos? I do like. I would really want that taco reward. That that the hot sauce on the table that looked like a good spread. The taco reward. Now that is a reward that you can get behind. That wouldn't make you feel awful either. I don't think the hot sauce might. The hot me. sauce might. I would be a little tame with it. Yeah. I might have a little bit, but I'd be tame. I would, I would, you got to choose the right ingredients, yeah. but you could feel okay after that. It's much better than pizza. Sometimes, I, I'm sure people, after this long discussion, they have, this is no surprise to them, but sometimes I just can't resist myself. <laughs> <laughs> Certain things. <laughs> I would be drinking beer on that island that would be, throwing so much hot sauce in my taco. I don't think any of our listeners are still listening at this point. I think they've already choked themselves out by now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I we ever really enjoyed the choking game. I don't think any of us actually passed out. I'm sure, you know, in grade seven, you pretend. Right. You know? And be That's like, still pretty old. Like, in grade seven, we, uh, we got our end-of-the-year trip um, ended, because a kid was growing weed in my class on the school grounds. Hmm. That's so, fucked. So you're still pretty like I will say we were we were a bunch of squares. I don't think any of us had like jacked off yet. None of us had <laughs> smoked weed or done alcohol, but we were choking each other out. <laughs> yeah, just violence. None just of us had her. kissed a girl probably. Really? Yeah. I mean, we had like girlfriends at that point. I had a girlfriend in grade 7, but we went to the movies once, didn't even like hold hands or anything. Wow. Yeah. Signed to the blue. Oh. 
Jeez. Good movie. Into the Blue. Do you know that Into the Blue is directed by um, an actor who's like the not Arnie main character of Christine? Oh, really? Yeah. John Stockwell. Yeah, that movie, um, I do remember it quite well because... uh, Because you've seen it uh, 10 to 15 times like I have? Yeah, last week. Um, (laughs) uh, But I, I think that was one that I remember... When you had like the two DVD thing in your computer and were burning DVDs, mm-hmm. I remember specifically renting that one, burning it illegally. Mm-hmm. Can't get me now rules. Mm-hmm. And then That's I your limitations. And I took the cover out too, and I scanned it and like put like a fake the oh. scanned cover on there. But I think I would like scan it, print it out, put it into the thing, and then take the real cover, put it into mine. Wow. So you, that's how you got your kicks. Yeah. I wasn't choking out, but I was uh, ruining uh, the filmmakers, like yeah. the director Re- into the Really blue. pissing off. Oh, you're talking Into the Blue right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I was talking Christine. Oh, I into thought you the Blue is the one that I did that all of that with. Well, Christine, I didn't do that with. Christine is the one I've seen 10 to 15 times. Oh, <laughs> not Into the Blue. I have not seen Into the Blue since I saw it with Amanda in grade seven. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, but you saw Christine at my house last year. Yeah, that was the first time I saw that. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah, that was good. Um, but should we go into the immunity challenge now? Straight no, from- no, we shouldn't. Okay. Because I, I want to talk about my favorite part of this episode. Oh. Was the back and forth. We, I, I don't think we've seen this much back and forth, at least in a while. Of between the sanctuary and the people at camp, because it's usually it's the sanctuary section and then the people at camp section. Right. We were jumping back and forth in the edit. Mm. That the people over there were talking about Franny. People over here were talking about Danny. Back and forth, back and forth. Yep. Um, but I also I also did. I mean that was really fun. But I also do want to talk about how um, uh, in the last three seasons the uh, they only they don't do family visits right now, right? But mm-hmm. they do these letters from home slash videos from home and those in the last three seasons have been ambushes they didn't know about them but in this season they knew about the letters from home yeah and so it made the picking of the um people so much more complicated but but it ended up being easy for franny because she could only pick three people and there were three moms I would have made it really clear to everybody, like, around that time, maybe even a little bit earlier, like, if something like that happens, choose somebody else for this. I don't need to be chosen for it. I don't need a letter from home. I really don't. I I wouldn't be emotional. It would be, yeah, sure, it'd be a little nice, but I'm going to see them in a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, I will say, Tom Henry got... All up in arms in our what to our our preseason episode being like I don't want them getting letters from home that's it's twenty six days not thirty nine days, but they have been out there a while because of the two week quarantine, right? So add fourteen days or more to how long they how long they've been out there to how long they haven't seen their kids slash family. The the kids is a different situation. I'm not in a situation where I have kids or anything like that. That's especially why. I'd be like, I'm okay, I'm fine. Like, I only get to see my parents a couple times a year. Like, mm-hmm. that's all I would really care about. Like, mm-hmm. uh, am I going to get a letter from Me. you? 
Hey, buddy, how's it going? <laughs> and I'd be like, Joel, we'll see each other soon, okay? We just had like a month where I wasn't on the podcast with you. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What's up? Hey, man. <laughs> I, I Enclosed in this letter is a scanned copy of Into the Blue. <laughs> I, by the way, my album comes out November. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, um, people... Listening to this episode being like, why are they talking about Into the Blue that's not Survivor-related? It is Survivor-related because Amanda Kimmel and Parvati are in uh, Into the Blue too. Are they actually? Yeah. Are main characters or no. just like... No, cameo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I saw Into the Blue with my grade 7 girlfriend, Amanda. Yeah. So, Amanda Kimmel. Yeah, I should have been. <laughs> Well, I think that she was maybe too old for you. Well, it was. I was in grade seven before she was on Survivor, but right before she was on Survivor. Yeah, so it'd be uh, at the <laughs> the youngest, a seventeen-year-old taking a little grade seven <laughs> to the movies. That would she would get canceled for it now. <laughs> Which I'm okay with. You did. You sound when you said that you sounded like you were against that. Yeah. You were just she'd get canceled for it now. Yeah, good old li- days. We live in a horrible time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the letters and uh, Jam Jam was really upset. Uh, said I understand that too. You said that his like boyfriend would um, husband or his husband uh, makes really. Nice letters, has great writing and everything like that. So I, I get it. I hope that his uh, husband made an extra copy so he can read it. <laughs> yeah. Or if Jeff just gives them after, he'll probably, if they asked. Yeah, probably. Throws them in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and by the way, uh, Jamie's idol is fake. And also I'm throwing, I'm going to also, while I'm at it, throw these letters into the fire as well. <laughs> Sorry, you can thank Franny for that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... It, it made it easy, and it was once I realized that was happening. I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." They can't really complain about that. I, d- I mean, I made the joke that I wasn't sure if Jamie was a mom, and then I realized, "Oh yeah, she's a plant mom. Maybe she gets a a, a, a fucking letter from a daffodil." <laughs> I think that was better than the joke that you told me over there. <laughs> the daffodils are. <laughs> oh, I got a letter from my spider plant. <laughs> It misses me. I forgot to ask someone to water them. Um, this will be on Joel's second album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, yeah, it was just a really fun editing, the going back and forth. I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be a good episode. And it was a good episode. It just wasn't like a crazy vote out in the end. So I wasn't like, because it was like at the beginning being like, Franny's a threat. Franny's going home. And I was like, I bet someone else is going home. And then she doesn't go home. But anyway, we go to the immunity show. Oh, well, they get back. This is also, the the back and forth is also when Jamie is telling them that she doesn't have the idol. Mm-hmm. We get that fun, like, those, uh, <laughs> Danny is the one that doesn't believe her the most, it seems. He's like, that's a little BS, a tall tale, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He goes up to Carson right away. So and like, even when they're talking about it at tribal council, they look over at Kane like like we believe this idiot yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> they go to Kane and Kane's got his poker face on. Yeah, Kane Kane is keeping it tight. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm. I wonder if they've been told. 
Maybe because we have heard that in the past, people have been a little rowdy over yeah, there. Yeah, they get it. And they, Jeff, uh, Jeff, I would love to see his foul mouth come out. I've I've heard from Erica that he has he swears a lot. Yeah, we'd like to see it. I want to see it. I want to. I want to. I want them to. If they're if they are going to do that ninety minute episodes next season, I want them to also be R rated. Yeah. Like, uh, and um, I'm going to audition for it. And if I go on Survivor, I'll start with, holy fuck, Jeff Probst. Jeff fucking Probst. I won't stop swearing. when, As soon as I get off the boat, they yeah. won't be able to use anything. Every confessional will be like, holy Jesus fuck. fucking Christ. This well, fucker. I feel like they, they bleep out Carolyn a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, they don't have to show it. No, but that's true. Yeah. So I guess if I did a confessional like this... Fucker. I'm voting out this little fucker. Yeah. So they're talking about the margaritas and the beer, right? And they're like, oh, we also have virgin margaritas for the people under 21. And he was like, I don't know if anyone's lying about their age. But Carson goes, yes. He wasn't doing a Sammy thing. But also the virgin margarita was for Carolyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said it was, she was really happy with it. She liked it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm drinking a non-alcoholic beer right now, so I agree with her. Yeah. Tastes fucking good. I also never was a big cocktail guy, but I do drink non-alcoholic Moscow Mules quite a bit. Wow. Yeah. Do you ever have uh, Shirley Temples? No. Oh. What's in Shirley Temple again? It's like Sprite and like cherry. Cran- cherry. Cranberry shit. And I think it's cherry. It's wow. like all things that kids would like because it's usually a kid's. My man, we... Are so off topic this episode. <laughs> well, we haven't been together for a while. <laughs> this is insane. We're forty five minutes in. We've <laughs> finally scratched the surface. We finally scratched the surface on Cherry t- or Shirley Temples. Yeah. Um. Uh, sorry, everybody, <laughs> but I I feel like if you're tuning into us, you're not like okay, two guys in Toronto who've never played Survivor. What are they going to talk about? <laughs> um, okay. I th- they're probably happy to see us back together, talking about it, getting mm-hmm. off topic, because they know if we get off topic, then we might slip into something that gets us mad at each other. On topic, you mean? No, off topic, we'll slip into something. Like I'll be like, you, you don't get- fucking know Shirley Temple, bro. What the fuck the Moscow Mule. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. Uh, so, yes, okay. So, and uh, then we get the scene where they come back and Jamie's like, I can't wait to see them so I can tell them the truth about my idol. She's just like, they walk in and they're like, okay, everybody, I got something to say. <laughs> it's like, okay, Jamie. Yeah. And then we go to the uh, immunity challenge, which was a fun challenge to watch. Yeah, you, <laughs> I'm looking at Joel on the couch Watching this immunity challenge, watching people crawl through the sand, and Joel has the biggest smile on his face the entire time, and you can just kind of see his brain rolling. So I got to <laughs> hear what you have to say, what you've been <laughs> thinking know, about there's this. There's like a bunch of worms on the ground. I was thinking about uh, uh, millennials versus Gen X when they were crawling through the sand and all the fun commentary that Jeff had to say when he's like, Brett's butt glistening in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, I don't know, Carolyn crawling in the... just <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah, Carolyn both challenges, too, after being dizzy, too, was having a hard yeah. time. And by the way, Carson, 
seems to be feeling better. Yep, he's feeling better. He uh, got through it, got that puzzle done pretty quick. Yeah, he probably 3D fucking printed it. Yeah, I 3D printed it and uh, at uh, the uh, at NASA. And uh, I love stars because of NASA, and I love going to space to see the stars. So I, I really was good at this puzzle. Wow, so nice to have you here, Carson. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about Franny as a threat until this afternoon. <laughs> it's just insane. His voice is sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> no, he's great. Leave I him did, alone. I like him. He's cool, but he's got a funny voice. I feel like I have to uh, protect him. Well, he's going to be a permanent fixture of this show. At the end of every episode next season, I'm going to fall asleep, and then Carson's going to come on. <laughs> no, no. Wow. Yeah. Finally, so, some other characters retired, I guess. So... I think Chris and I talked a lot about how Carson has kept his threat level low. Jam Jam and Carolyn and him have gone under the radar the last few votes and been in the middle and now are in a great position. But I feel like Carson winning a immunity challenge doesn't do great for that narrative. And having the numbers and being the go-to person from those numbers that people go to talk to. And and one thing we did miss from the beginning of the episode that I'm now remembering is Carson being like, everybody keeps asking, everybody keeps saying that this, this tribal was chaos, but, and they're trying to figure out who led the vote, but I was the one that wanted Kane out. So it was my, it was my way. I got my way. It's almost, it's like almost sometimes slipping into Dr. Evil. <laughs> oh, how about no, how about no, Sarah? <laughs> That's the one I, I, I loved when he said it was Sierra. But I also was enjoying him saying Franny tonight, but I'm not going to hear that anymore. So no Sierra, no Franny. <laughs> well, hopefully he replaces it with a new name. Yeah. I do like when he says Jam. <laughs> jam, Jam. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, so I, I just think that Carson... I mean, don't throw a challenge, but now that he's, like, winning challenges, showing, like, that what a puzzle boss he is, it's like, hmm. Well, he's already, uh, we saw in the next time on, getting his name thrown around. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Which usually means he's not getting voted out, but well, it's they, at least an idea. They sometimes subvert expectations that way, but yes. Because um, so far, he's um, on track for a perfect game. Him and Lauren are the only ones that have it possible. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's it's a weird position. I don't know how you you get the numbers in a way that kind of keeps your threat level down. It's almost as if like like how do you like show like Carolyn Carson and Jam Jam getting through all the way to the end there that they're the like the majority obviously not the majority, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Everyone must be looking at each other by now and being like how did we let this happen? If they're smart enough, you know, like, and I, I, th- I think they are, and it seems like they want to work with Danny more. So the other side too, that's fun that, uh, fun, fun that Lauren and Lauren actually ended up working with Danny. This, this vote. Too. Yeah. I, 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 they've, they've had a subtle rivalry. It's not been like a big one, but it's been, it's, it's, it might be fun to see them working together. Well, he loves the hell out of that woman. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That's, that was cute. Yeah. That was cute. Um, this this season's cute. They all love each other. It now, does seem said. that they like each other, and uh, 
Other than Josh, no one likes Josh. Funny. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I mean, they are almost treating Jamie like like I was getting flashbacks to like Josh's fake idol with them <laughs> with with them being like Jamie. This this yarn, this tall tale about the knowledge's power and giving her idol to Kane. Oh my god! I, I wonder if if it Lauren probably already knew about it. Yeah, I wonder if any of them are going to Lauren and being like, "Is that true?" <laughs> no, they didn't even bother. They thought it was so f- because she was so performative about it. Then came in like, "All right, guys, yeah, I got some news." It's like it's, it well, is like it's it's as if it's like. Okay, you know what? I need to play. They all think she's taking a she's taking a day or two to to figure out this plan. And as soon as she thought of it, she's like, "Okay, I got to tell everybody now." Yeah, it's she should have just like told Danny, like, "Hey, if we're working together now, this is what's going on. This is the deal." What, what was fun <laughs> about that edit um, of back and forth when while they were at the sanctuary that I was talking about earlier, it just seemed like people were being candid with each other, like people that hadn't been working with each other being candid with each other for the first time, like Heidi talking about voting out Danny for the first time. Yeah. Danny talking with Jamie about voting out Franny. And then uh, like, it just, it just seemed like the lines have been broken down now that Kane's gone. There's a, there's, there's they're at the final eight. Like the tribal uh, alliances aren't as strong right now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, well, yeah. And especially going into this next episode now. So we had Heidi vote for Danny. Um, that we might see blow up in some way. Sure. We had Carolyn pissed off at both of her alliance members. Mm-hmm. And, well, the only ones that are strong, and we got in a little bit on the next time on where they thought they had power. Jamie and Lauren. Jamie and Lauren, who haven't screwed each other over or done anything to kind of split apart. So, I mean, also we have, I guess, Carson and Jam Jam have been pretty close together, mm-hmm. and they continue to. Yeah, they seem to think that they're the strategic heads of the the Tika Alliance. Yeah, I would, I would definitely like to see uh, something happen. Or if everyone's smart, they would be breaking up Carson and Jam Jam at this point, and maybe Carolyn would be looking for a big move as well to uh, cement herself because people continue to underestimate her and her own alliance devaluing her. Yeah. So we'll have to see with that on the next time on. Is there anything else? Because we've kind of like bounced all over here for this episode. We talked about the final trouble too. There's got to be more to talk about. We've <laughs> we've barely talked about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you got punched in the back of the head yeah. and then you passed out. Or pretended to pass out. Oh, pretended to pass out. You're not sure. Oh, my God. That was amazing. That's so cool. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Um, uh, uh, (laughs) Dude, 11-year-olds are fucked. Oh. Uh, So, um, yeah, I mean, like, I guess they they weren't interested in, like, keeping the tribe numbers strong until final seven or final six or whatever. I mean, they, I just think if they wanted to things to be hunky dory, they would have voted out Jamie this week. Right. But yeah. I think they're all starting to crave the game a bit now. 
Like enough of this tribal line. Jamie stuff. would have been a safe. Honestly, Danny would have been a hunky dory vote too, based off of Heidi being game for it. Who's going to be mad? Yeah, but that, but Lauren I'm sort of I'm sort of talking about if it if they want to keep like their majority numbers that have that have been uh, oh, right. together for the last two votes. Yeah, and you know, cars. This is why I think that Carson and Jam Jam made a big mistake tonight, is because you have, um, you have. For for one, you're leaving out your cl- your closest ally, your third, your number, in this very important late stages where you need those numbers. Yeah. Because you're worried she's going with Franny, who is currently a free agent and her own team wants to get her out. So you have an extra number. And even if you're worried about Carolyn this week, you can save that for next week. People are still going to want Franny next mm-hmm. week. Exactly. Well. But, and I feel the same way about Danny. My thought would be to get just get Jamie out right now. Like, stop work. Don't worry about the idol. And I mean, unless, unless Jamie's that big of a fucking threat, I don't think she is. Maybe she is a perceived threat. But if you're Danny at this point, because Jamie and Lauren are so willing to work with you, and his and little does he know, after this he might that Heidi was trying to vote for him and mm-hmm. um, Franny was trying to vote for Heidi. So yeah. for him, this was probably the right move, I guess, just because Jamie and Lauren seem to be his best option for yeah. a final three. Now. Heidi must have gotten a fucking weaved a tall tale as well. If she was like the only person she told her idol about, she votes for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so it's so wild. It's it's really interesting, and it, it's going to make for an interesting final three here. Because could it possibly even get to the point where Carson, Jam Jam, and Carolyn go as a three to the end? Like, can they get that far now? <sighs> it's kind of hard to believe, but it would be fun. It would be really fun, but but and and my hope would be not because I want Carolyn to win. Yeah. <laughs> And I hope that Carolyn makes some big moves towards the end because I don't think... Yeah, make herself undeniable at the end. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be voting for a Jamie or a Lauren as much as they vote for Carolyn. But the way that Jam Jam kind of devalues her in a lot of ways and, like, doesn't necessarily talk down to her, but, like... Yeah, I bet that definitely takes away from her game. Or... If there's enough people that really like her on the jury, him doing that to her That's in front true. of everyone could piss them off. Yeah, and, and and like I said at the start of this episode too, if you remember through all the uh, uh, the choking, the, <laughs> <laughs> the choking. <laughs> if you remember, I did say at the very beginning of this, it feels like hours ago now that um, that Franny and Matt, I would be willing to bet, are locked into voting Carolyn after what happened tonight. Yeah. Yeah, she was the first one that Franny picked to come to the reward. Yeah, and and I think that Carolyn paid that back tenfold trying to get something happening. And I think that Franny also on that reward did say, too, that she looks up to Carolyn because how she's so unabashedly just herself. I think it was just, it was it was becoming obvious to people. I mean, we saw maybe not like them two together but we saw what franny thought of carolyn in Mm -hmm. a confessional last week as well when they got some downtime yeah yeah so yeah this has been uh that was really nice and i think everything that happened this episode locked just locked in those two votes for carolyn and a final tribal i believe 
I mean, I'm not convinced on the Matt thing, but I can see like I, them wanting to vote together. Matt's voting with Franny. <laughs> okay, it's up. To, it's going to be Franny choosing because Matt doesn't care. He only cares about Franny, but Franny is going to listen to what people have to say. Yeah. And also, I think that this Carolyn gesture and everything, I think it's just locked it in. I think so. The two things that Franny needs to learn if she's coming back. Don't hide your hide your close alliances <laughs> and throw challenges. Yeah, and I mean Franny is um, I think a great player to bring back. I think that once Matt got out, she really proved herself too and started trying to get some moves going, but her threat level was just a little too high. I think that coming back, that she could really uh, do some damage. Um, but that threat level is still going to be pretty high based off of this season, I think. I don't think she played that, like, this week that well. I don't think she... I think she ended up, I think, twice leaning too hard, like, trusting too hard on plans and trusting her, like, social game a bit too much where she could have been a bit more pushing. I mean... <sighs> I'm if, I'm if if I'm just thinking like the the Carson and Jam Jam like Carolyn telling those two was almost unnecessary because like if if though if if Heidi's voting Danny Danny I guess they Danny Car, uh, uh, Jam Jam and Carson are voting uh, Franny or whatever ways that's going the four women voting together for Heidi. It just seems like that, like, like trust the duality vote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like the way that, uh, like, Tony can so kind of figure out the numbers that way. Sari did it. You know, people have figured out the numbers that way. I just feel like they're so nervous about idols and stuff. They, they, that a fun duality vote is is pretty hard to come by these days and like if if Franny just kind of pushed that further and been like okay we have the numbers we know who's voting this way we know who's voting this way i think maybe they didn't trust Heidi enough maybe they were like they thought that Heidi was was voting for Franny or whatever so they thought it might be 4-4 but it would have been really cool if it was if they didn't tell Carson and Jam Jam about it maybe maybe Carolyn you know is like so steadfast needs to rope them in on everything, mm-hmm. which maybe she'll learn to not do that after this week. But it would have been cool for it to have been like a four three one for Heidi, if if it ended up being Lauren, Jamie, Carolyn, and Franny voting for Heidi. Yeah. Or or I mean, at that point they have their pick of the litter. They have the pick of the four f- other four people. Yep. I mean, and also why not go for Danny? Yeah, I just don't see. I don't know. I think that um, whatever whatever Heidi said about Danny Danny not roping her into the vote that really pissed them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see the way that this whole thing shook up made the this episode definitely made for me the finale more unclear. Like I don't know who exactly we're going to even see there at this point. Mm-hmm. I I think that we're getting a lot more unpredictability than we did the other seasons. Yeah, I mean, and Carolyn is is a getting in a winner at it in a way that like 
I don't have as much faith in than I did Jesse last season. Like I was just so, I put so much on the Jesse thing because I just thought he's getting the content and he's so brilliant, like he's going to make it work. And then it just, it kind of fizzled out in a like kind of a annoying way. I was really disappointed by that in a way where I'm not like, I won't be surprised if Carolyn doesn't win, but I also would be like really excited if she does. Yeah. I think, I would, the thing I'll be disappointed about is, is she gets to the end and then people are really mean to her on the jury. Yeah, that, that's what my the looming concern is for me right now. But I, I just I, I really have the faith in her being able to express herself in a way that she is doing to us as viewers that are bringing her, us on her side. And I'm hoping that goes. I know that sometimes she does like in those group conversations, shut down and get frustrated when people are, and how could you not when people are like thinking down of you or not listening to you. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just really hope that they give her that fair shake in that final tribal, uh, because she is if so she self-aware. There. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What I've been saying mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks is if she's able to talk to them, like she talks to us. Yeah. They like, they'll be sold. Yeah, I I agree. Well, let's um let's do some predictions here for next let's, week. Yeah, I think it's time. It's time. Um who or I guess let's do the pop of the week first. Pop of the week was Franny. I think Franny, Franny? got a lot of content. Uh I, she got a lot of confessionals. I think we, uh, like from the very beginning, she was yeah. narrating the episode. Yeah, Franny um definitely there. I this is the most we've seen of Lauren in an episode. We got a, we got a lot of yeah. her idea of plans. And oh, and, and, and we, we did we a, did get a like a, a package on a her package, home life. Yeah, yeah, a package on her home life and uh, talking about her dad too and stuff like that. Being mm-hmm. proud of her and everything that she's overcome and how uh, people have doubted, but she's always done it and everything. Like that was that was really interesting. So I think I'll just be different and go uh, Lauren this week because I don't know if we'll have another. My definition, I don't think she's the pop of the week, though. I, I'm giving it to her. All right. All right. I'll take it. Okay. Predictions. Who's going home next week? Who's going home next week? I'm going to say that next week it's going to be Danny. Yeah. I'm going to say Jamie. Jamie next week. So the two options from this week, add it again. E, what's that? The two options that were this week yeah. are going to be the same. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean... But I'll, I'll, there was some next time on about uh, Jam Jam and Carson as well. Yeah, there there was talk about uh, Carson too. There wasn't talk about Jam Jam on the next time on, which almost made me choose Jam Jam because they're trying for Carson, but uh, maybe something happens where Jam Jam goes instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <sighs> it, it, it's going to be like the numbers are more interesting than they've been and more clear than they've been in a while. So it's it's interesting to talk about and fun to sort of. Uh, figure out and when where the, they go exactly, and when the numbers are clear, it makes situations like this where next week we don't know about Heidi and Carolyn if they start going towards something else, mm-hmm. and especially they're probably not going towards each other because <laughs> Carolyn voted for Heidi. Yeah, but um, oh, like to work with each other. Yeah, to work with each other. But it's going to be interesting to see if they decide to go work with somebody else as well because that could really change and flip the episode yeah the season too i mean now it seems like if danny knows about the heidi's vote like 
the only there's there's and Carolyn's mad at Carson and Jam Jam, so we have two pairs of four that are working. Sorry, two two pairs two pairs and then uh, three free agents. Exactly. Yeah, so it's going to make for an interesting but, episode next week. And and but Danny worked with with those four on this vote, so maybe Danny's in with them. So maybe Carolyn and Heidi are in hot water. Maybe, but they're both the two with the idol too. Yeah, and I think at this point they're they're people are starting to not want to work with the numbers and and s- sort of like suss out new numbers mm-hmm. basically. Carolyn's really going to put... They'll, like, they'll want to split up. Uh, maybe one of the pairs will be split up. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's interesting. It's interesting. Maybe Car- it'll be Danny. I don't know. Nobody knowing about Carolyn's idol, not even her own alliance members, uh-huh. is going to come into play for that jury, too. Yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, That's, that's a neat uh, position. Yeah, keep secrets out there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it. Okay, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, I think... We ended up talking enough about the thing. So if, if you're mad about all the talk about Into the Blue and Christine... Then, then choke us out and punch us in the back of the head. Yeah, or you can just skip that. And you, There is probably a good chunk of strategy <laughs> talk here to, you know, that's what you tune in for, right? Don't act like this episode's any different than all the rest. <laughs> Yes, I, I think we you got were, we got stuck. You were you were blessed with Chris George last week. <laughs> yeah, we stayed on topic. Yeah. Well, everyone. Um. Uh, yes. Thank you for listening. Um. Nothing to plug. But uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh. No. Just uh, reach out to us. Uh, let us know what you oh, think. Yeah, I haven't looked at the Instagram. Um. Check out our Instagram. Um, at Merge Boot Podcast, but also it's just all in the links of the description. Oh, I know. Uh, so our guy, our guy that has been, I might have mentioned this on the pod last week, but our guy uh, who loved Kane, um, <laughs> he's pretty he, upset. He lost. We, he lost Kane. So what did he? He he put a comment. He said, "Kane is gone now. I'm forced to root for the great Heidi." <laughs> Parker, <laughs> what a move! What a move <laughs> over! Not that you gotta... hey, he's got he's got instincts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Parker, you uh, chose wisely again. Yeah. Hey, she made it through. That's true. Heidi's made it through. She's got her immunity um, idol. You know, I'm on Parker's side here. I'm. Uh, yeah. Heidi's got legs. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening and have a great night. And rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that shite. And see you later. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.